Hey, welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Hey there, everybody. Uh, welcome to episode five of Craft Beer Bucket List. What's going on, Ray? Ooh, I'm excited for episode five, man. It's like it comes after four. It does come after four, but it's like, dude, we're really doing this. It's just cool when an idea comes together and you say, man, we've got four episodes behind us. We're jumping into number five. And that's going to be uh, 15 beers now that we've reviewed uh, already. I'm I'm stoked for that. That's a... Uh, that's- that's a good, that's, I mean, that's a great start. That's all I can say. Yeah, it is uh, a great start. What beers do we got tonight? So tonight, I think we've got a pretty lit lineup, Mike. Um, we've got a, a beer you and I are going to drink together, a, a Coco Loco Porter. Is that uh, beer the, legit? It is so legit. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it's from the Nota Brewing Company out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, I've got an Imperial IPA from the Iron Monk Brewing Company. And, is it uh, radical? No, no. This is more, um, you know, this is more of a centrist beer, Mike. Is it so, <laughs> the bomb.com? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can't believe you went there. Um, so I would speculate that this is not the bomb.com. I think we're in the wrong decade for that. Um, I don't even know what to say. I'm, I'm too old to be cool. So what I what I do know is is your beer is cool, and it's a, a session IPA, um, the Lagunitas Daytime. Yeah, I'm kind of uh, excited to try it. I'm not an IPA guy typically, but uh, I saw this. I thought, man, I need to pick it up and try it out. You know, Lagunitas makes some good beers, so let's check it out. Yeah, no, they're uh, they're a well known brewery. Yeah. Um, I've, I've yet to have one of their beers that I didn't at least like, you know, some are not my favorite, but it's like, yeah, it's still good. Yeah. Uh, well, I've got my, uh, Coco Loco pouring right now. I do too. I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm like, I'm excited for this. I'm not a huge chocolate Porter fan, but on a, if it's done right, it's like really, really good in my book. You're not a huge chocolate Porter fan. No, I don't think you're a small chocolate Porter fan. Oh, Dad jokes. Dad jokes, yeah. So they, they don't call me Big Ray because I'm Mike size. Waka waka. Waka. So these people listening, they, they you know, just I've got to recap. You know, maybe someone's sure. brand new to the show. So they call me Big Ray. It's like I'm I'm six five and I'm just over four hundred pounds. I'm literally the broad side of the barn. And um Mike, how, how would you describe yourself? <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> uh, I don't blame you. I, I am short enough that I could sit on a curb and swing my legs. Uh, not, <laughs> uh, I, I'm five, I'm five, seven and a half. <laughs> uh, so I remember when I was younger, people were like the average height of a man is five, seven. I'm like, yes. And now they're like the average height of a man is five eleven or six foot. I'm like, no. Oh man. Um, so anyway, uh, no, uh, I, I tell people all the time, if you've ever seen the movie Hoodwinked and there's a little German fella on there that uh, always trying to sell Wienerschnitzels and whatnot, it, you know, I pretty much look like him. <laughs> 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 I'll have to post a picture of him on the social oh, media. Yes, um, do that. 
<laughs> so I, I'm short and stocky is what I guess what I would say. I don't know. Um, so you know what I say, Mike? Yeah. What do you I say? say? You were, I say you were just the right size to drink beer. No, you know what? It's yeah. Ditto kiddo. You see, I got your back, my dude. Yeah. So anyway, well, let's, let's drink this. this. Yeah. Tell us about this brewery. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to drink right now, Mike. Good my grief. bad. My bad. Yeah, let me let me enjoy this for a minute before I have to talk to all the people. Why'd Why'd you drink, drink beer, beer if I asked you to drink beer? Yes. I don't remember what that original song was. Um. Oh my gosh! I w- was it, I would be your hero, something like that. I can be your hero, baby. Yeah. So, but the the Nota Brewing <laughs> Company. I'm just gonna. Just segue right out of that. Yeah. Uh, it's been a long uh, day. Man. It has. Uh, but the, the Nota Brewing Company is out of Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, this is a, it's a brewery owned by, by a female, um, which is I think is super awesome. Um, it's, and tends, beer tends to be a, a, a male-dominated market. Um, not my opinion or anything. That's just how it is. Um and I'm looking, I think the nice lady's name is Susie. Um, I believe she's a, you know, a mother and just in reading some stuff about the beer, you know, it's, it, their, their website tells you all this stuff. It's not like I'm making this up, um, but she's a fan of diet Coke and loves top 40 music. So it's a little <laughs> bit of background about the owner, Susie. So I'd love to meet her one day. She's, it sounds like a super cool individual. Um, but this is something I really love. Um, the, the brewmasters are the people that, that they're the chew chief brewmasters from Noda um, were members of the Carolina Brewmasters, uh, which is one of the oldest homebrewing clubs in America. Okay. Um, so there's a, a deep spirit here of, you know, making beer that, that you love and they, and, and they were successful. And of course they grew into, you know, what they have now. So I think that speaks, you know, to a lot of uh, the dedication of those making their craft brew and uh, they did a great job. So kudos, kudos to the ladies there for making it, go nice well um i gotta say this local the coco loco porter tastes really good it it does i you know um so as far as like the color it's a it's like a dark uh, murky brown um the head is uh, very light when i for when i first poured it the head popped up quite a bit and then it it trimmed down quite a bit and now it's uh, just barely sitting there and I've, I've got my hand around my glass. So it's warming up as I'm doing as well, uh, which I like to do with the darker beers and get a little different taste profile as it goes on. Um, but it's, it's got a nice chocolate flavor. Um, very roasty. Um, it's a, it's got a little bit of sweetness, but not, 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 not a, lot. a lot at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's, uh, it's good. You know, something I talk about on several beers now that I, I guess I noticed it more than I thought I did was the carbonation. Carbonation is on point, uh, which makes it drink smooth, uh, from front to back. One thing that, uh, I didn't know about this when I was trying to find out some, some information is it won a silver medal at the GABF, um, I don't know, five, six years ago. (laughs) No, so I didn't know that. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I was just reading about it, uh, the other day and, uh, I was like, Hey, all right. So we're drinking a good beer, you know? 
uh, if it's if it's winning medals, that means uh, we're in good company. Uh, it's a six point two percent, so it's uh, just right as far as the ABV goes. Um, I know that uh, when I was reading about it, some people talked about coconut in the flavor, and I'm not getting that so much myself. Um, maybe maybe I need to keep drinking it. Yeah, I'm not getting, and that's something I was looking for. And uh, after, I mean, I poured my can into a pint glass and it filled it uh, just to the top. Um, of course, I had to let the head settle and I poured some more in. Um, so the, the cans that we got are, are pretty good size, um, with something I like, especially for a beer like this, 16 ounces. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. But no, I wanted some of that coconut flavor. I didn't get it. Uh, but I do enjoy a, a dark, you know, beer like this. Um, on occasion for me this would be something i would enjoy with dinner you know with a i keep hate to keep bringing up steak but this is one i want to enjoy with a steak and some nice roasted potatoes mike it's just that kind of like or even like a stew in winter like this this would pair really well you know i I took a drink and i just let it sit in my mouth a little bit let it um you know the fizz come over my tongue and whatnot and uh i'm getting a slight hint of coconut. Yeah, I'm still missing out on that. And so, and that's fine. But I mean, it's still, this is, it's a, it's a great aroma. It smells fantastic. The color is great. The head, like I said, I, I like the, the combo there when it was pouring. To me, it just looked really cool. That dark beer and the off white, you know, head. It has a, and I don't know if you're getting this, it has a slight like, um, what I would call a Coca-Cola carbonation burn. So like you get a little bit of a, a slight acidic burn when you put it in your mouth. Do you get that? Uh, no, I haven't experienced that. So but either way, this is a solid beer, Mike. I'm glad we got this. And I got to tell you, I'm enjoying this out of a, a pint glass that I got at Pie Pizzeria in St. Louis, Missouri a few years ago. I was on a business trip. And uh, when I was there, I found out that was uh, President Barack Obama's favorite place. President Barack Obama, I hope I said that right the first time. It was his favorite place to get pizza in St. Louis. Now, is it Missouri or Missouri? And that depends on who you talk to. Um, I say Missouri, being an Okie, but I believe the correct um, pronunciation is Missouri. And that's why so I've been corrected a few times. And then you go to certain places in said state and they say it differently yeah they do so and it's like it's like you know what show me yeah show me where it says missouri you didn't catch that joke oh my gosh no i got it's it the it show me wasn't state. that good okay. yeah it wasn't you're right so anyway let's uh let's move on to the next beer mike <laughs> yeah. segue out of this one too <laughs> yeah so uh 90s uh in yeah, california 1993 1993 yeah. okay yeah, it was in California, um, and they are now part of the Heineken family. So, you know, like uh, a lot of these breweries do is they've grown enough that they got uh, consumed up, and now they're part of the Heineken family. Um, but I know they've expanded quite a bit. I know they've got a place, I believe it's in Chicago, and uh, I think they've got another place out in California somewhere. So they, they've kind of expanded. They've got several fantastic beers. So I'm kind of eager to try this. 
Yeah, I know they've got at least two locations in California. And you're right, it was in uh, 2014 they opened a, a tap room um, in the Chicago area. Oh, cool. So yeah. uh, I'm going to take a couple drinks. So this is your fractional IPA, right? Yeah, so on, online they call it a fractional IPA. Um, but when you go look at different reviews, everybody I saw called it a session IPA, which there's I think there's different ways to look at this. So the the... The whole thing with this is it's only got like 40, no, I'm sorry, in the 90 calorie range. And I want to say it's got like no carbs, like one carb. I probably, I think it's probably eight. Um, I'm going to look at the can real quick. Okay, so 98 calories, three carbs, 4% ABV. Well, that's a really light beer, especially for an IPA. Yeah. So let me tell you though. It drinks. It drinks. It tastes pretty hoppy for what it says. So it's only supposed to be thirty-one IBUs, which um, I don't know. I, I think for for what I thought, that was I thought that was pretty pretty low. So I thought it I was is expe- low for an IPA. Yeah, I was expecting a, a, a less hoppiness, but it's very hot forward. I mean, it's straight up there. Um, it drinks pretty. It's it tastes. The body is not there. Is like what I guess I would say. So. It tastes, uh, and some people would call it watered down. Um, I don't, it's just the body isn't there what you'd expect. But it tastes good. I mean, I'm not an IPA connoisseur, but this is an IPA that tastes pretty good. I say it's a pretty good, if you know, if you're entry level IPA, you could taste this, get a good idea of what IPAs are all about. And you're only getting, you know, under 100 calories and like, uh, what I say, four carbs. Yeah, it's super low carb for a beer. And low calorie even, um, so I don't want to call. I don't. I hate diet beer, but if you know, the, <laughs> the health conscious individuals, if you want a, something flavorful and hoppy, like you said, this might be a good go to. Let's be honest; it's a Mick Ultra of IPAs. Oh my! I, there's no, hey, I'm not a hater. Mick Ultra has its place in the universe. Hey, it does. I remember when they first came out. Uh, you and I drank quite a few of those. Yeah. So no shame in it. No. So I mean. It is, it is bitter and hoppy. It's very, like I said, it comes to your straight up as you drink it, it, you know, it fades away fairly quickly. I would say, man, I'd say overall, this is a pretty good beer for, you know, if you're going to have several, especially considering it's an IPA. I mean, so I think an IPA drinker would, would like this, you know, it's not, it's, is it going to be the most fantastic IPA? Probably not, but it's an IPA that tastes good, and for the non-IPA drinker, it's not so hoppy or so bold that they want to shy away from it. They could, a non-IPA drinker or an intro IPA drinker, could drink this and be like, "Okay, I get it. I, I don't think it's bad, man. It tastes pretty good." Right, and, and I'm curious too, Mike. Um, so IPAs tend to be really dark for what they are. How this being a, a lighter, you know, version of the IPA, um, what what does this look like? Uh, it's, it's, so it's yellow. It's, it's like, um, it's a middle grade yellow, so it's not clear and it's not dark. Um, I would say, um, mildly cloudy yellow ish. Okay. Um, I've seen IPAs range so much, so I don't, I, and I'm not an IPA connoisseur, so I don't, I don't want to say anything that would maybe out of line here, but, uh, I would say for me, it's probably in the middle as far as the coloring of different IPAs that I've seen. 
but it's definitely not dark and robust looking like you might see for some of the serious IPAs that are out there. Does that sound right? No, it does. It doesn't. That's, that's totally fair. So, um, but I'll be honest, I'm somewhat surprised that I like it. Well, that's good news. Yeah. So the can art's pretty, can art's pretty cool too. And I, I'm gonna have to go check them out, uh, see if there's a story behind it. Um, it's got a, a nail that's been driven into something that's kind of bent and maybe it's one of those things that, um, you know, you're working and you just kind of getting tired at the end of the day and you're screwing around or you're screwing things up and you bend a nail and you're like, ah, it's time to go. And that's when you go have one of these beers. I don't know. Yeah, that's a great excuse to stop what you're doing and drink a beer. <laughs> yeah. So like, ah, Hey, I want to, let's backtrack a little bit. Tell you still got your can for the Coco Loco in front of you. Uh, I do. Yeah, tell us about that. I, I thought that can was pretty cool. I, I've got it put away now because I changed beers, but um, I thought that was a pretty good uh, can art on the front and back. Yeah, so I, I do enjoy that. Um, it's got a, a luau theme, if you will, um, on the front of the can. It's got a, uh, looks like a guy, you know, a, a traditional, you know, grass skirt playing a ukulele. He's got his little Hawaiian lei around his neck. And uh, on the back is a picture of a pretty girl, you know, also in a traditional grass skirt and uh, what appears to be another ukulele. And they've got like little palm trees that surround the can and whatnot. And so it just, it looks like a fun can. It's just one of those things you look at and it's like, oh, that'd be fun to try. Super cool. And so, it's, yeah, so this, again, we've talked about the artwork on the cans. And uh, this isn't like the coolest look I've ever seen, but it just looks fun. It's like, you know, yeah, that's, they did a great job with that. Cool. And sorry for that thump. I just knocked something over my desk. I'm not gonna be able to edit that out. That's uh, one of the great things about podcasts. You make noise, you may as well just own up to it. <laughs> well, have you started on your uh, second beer for the night? Um, I haven't started yet, but I have it poured and ready to go. Oh, so well. I'm ready. Uh, yeah. So you're drinking the Iron Monk uh, Payne County IPA, right? That is correct. Yes. Give give us the give us the deets, man. Tell us about Iron Monk, and then give us the deets on the beer. Wow! So I just took my first drink, and uh, I had to pull my my head away from the mic, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" Because wow, Ermagerd, Ermagerd. So this has that IPA flavor. I just I love. I live for this. I don't say I live for this, but it's what I I look forward to when I drink an IPA. Uh, this is super super hoppy up front. And mind you, this is an Imperial IPA, so it's a little bit higher on the ABVs, and uh, the IBU score is a little higher. Um, I think this one's like a hundred plus, in a you know, ten percent alcohol by volume. A hundred plus uh, IBUs. Yes. How is that even possible? Uh, I I don't know. You know, like I said, I'm I'm not a brewer. I just like to drink beer. Sure. Um, so I don't have the, the experience. I don't even know if I use the right word sometimes to to define these. Um, what I'm drinking, but it's like this just has that bold IPA flavor that I just look forward to. It just seems like that's out of control, man. I don't know much about IPAs, but that's craziness. Oh, man. I don't know how anybody can drink something that bitter. That's because I'm a man. Are you 40? <laughs> are you 40 years old? Uh, close. I, I have I'm a, a man. I'm 40 years old. I have, I have 14 right, months left in my 30s. Um, Hey, did you know how? Did you like how I made a Mike Gundy reference when you're talking about a beer from Stillwater, from Oklahoma? Stillwater, Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. I, I did like that. that was, so uh, not intentional, but that. I made it that way. 
you did and it, and it makes sense um so for the, so the listeners know you know mike is a is a graduate from oklahoma state uh twice can i yep. say you got your undergrad and your phd there correct yeah so does that make you a, a twice over graduate how does that work um that means i owe him a, twice as much money <laughs> that's all yeah no, that's that's fair i'm a double so alum which is double, double the fun alum. Wow, so that that just means that you lived in Stillwater for a good while, and uh, I came to visit Mike quite a few times, and so I think I even lived with him for a couple of summers. Um, I traveled a lot for work, and whenever I was home, I would stay with Mike for a few weeks at a time, and uh, mostly all we did was was drink when he wasn't studying. <laughs> My grandma is so, not going to hear this, so we're safe. <laughs> So, you know, my, I got to tell you this story, Mike. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hopefully hey, the listeners can appreciate this. If my grandma does listen to this, he's lying. I'm a saint. Oh no, this, <laughs> you are, you are a saint, Mike. <laughs> um, but you know, we've talked about it. I just, you know, bought a new house a few months ago in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. And, uh, we have gas fireplaces in the house, right? Mm -hmm. I've never had a gas fireplace before. So I lit it for the first time the other night and I turned the gas on just a little too high before I stuck my lighter in there. And whoosh comes this big flame. And I was like, ah, oh my God. So it wasn't anything crazy, but it's like, oh, don't turn the gas up so high next time. Uh, but it reminded me of a time in Stillwater where for whatever reason, I thought it was a great idea to use a, uh, a smoker as a grill at two in the morning. I was completely blitzed. And uh, I remember just dousing this whole thing with lighter fluid thinking, oh, that should be good enough. And I opened a little door on the side and lit it and this huge fireball came out. I lost all the hair on both my arms. My eyebrows were gone. My goatee was ruined. I had to shave it the next day. Um, I don't know how I didn't catch fire. And you're like, I remember you being outside watching this. And uh, I was like, oh my gosh. And then I grilled. Uh, somehow or another, we made hamburgers on that. I don't know if they were any good or not, but we ate. That's what I was going to ask. I don't, and, I don't uh, remember specifically. We still had burgers. Uh, we, we did. Yeah. They, they may have been terrible. And we wouldn't have known it the, the, the frame of mind we were in. So I think we couldn't have been more than 23, maybe 24 at the time. <laughs> so definitely old enough to know better, but still young enough to be like, whatever, dude, let's do this. How's that? How's that uh, song go? Old enough to know better. Still too young to care. So still too young to care. Yeah. Isn't that John Anderson? Um, I want to say Trace Adkins. No, it's, it's older than Trace Definitely Adkins. not John Anderson. Definitely not John Anderson. All right, we'll have to we'll have to figure it out. I'm gonna have we'll to look it Google up. Google it. Yeah, Google it up. So we'll just invite the listeners. Like, just put in the comments section um, on here. Like, just tell us. I don't want to Google it. Somebody's gonna know that. They'll be like, "Oh, these guys." They're just gonna type it in on their phone while they're listening to this podcast. I I don't. So like, I guess that's a a, a little tidbit about me is uh, we're on here. I it's it's all off the hip off over here in Richmond, Kentucky. I just go with the flow and whatever comes out, it happens. And I could be wrong, could be right, but we're going to move on anyway. Right, hey. So, yeah. So, so I got to talk more about this beer, Mike. This yeah, has yeah, tell a, us about a fantastic IPA color. I mean, I'm, I'm holding this up right now and I'm looking at this just in slightly in the light and it's like, yes, this is an IPA. It has this nice, almost orange color to it. Um, it's not clear at all. You can't see through it which for me is a big deal. Um, it's got a, a slight breadiness about it and maybe a, 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 a pininess, if you will. I'm hope, I hope I'm saying that right. 
Yeah. You know, there's a little bit of, of mango in here, you know, which, which I like. Um, it's got some nice citrus notes uh, that you would expect with an IPA like this. Um, but for the, you know, the alcohol content and the IBUs, I mean, it's, to me, it's not at all overwhelming. Um, this really strikes, you know, my taste bros in, in, a, in a way that I really want with those hop forward flavors. You know, it, it's smooth, easy to drink. You know, we talk a lot about carbonation. This isn't a, a highly carbonated beverage at all. And so just overall, um, I think uh, the guys at Iron Monk nailed it with this. So I I don't know if we'll ever review it or not, but I had, I think it's their, it's their amber. And it may be called deer antler or antler velvet, something like that. Right. But uh, so it had a strong malty taste. But overall, I thought the beer was really good. Um, and, then, and then I had their Stilly Wheat, which I thought was a good wheat beer. But I want to say they had a stout that I thought was pretty darn good, too. So it seems to me like they're making pretty solid beers. Yeah. So, I mean, I've had a couple of their beers out and about, you know, going to a restaurant in Tulsa. Um, I, I can't remember. I may have had this one before and just don't remember. Um but no, my experience with their beers is they're, they're fantastic. I mean, the guys over there uh, clearly know what they're doing and they make a fantastic product. So what, what is, uh, so they're in Stillwater, Oklahoma, which is home of Oklahoma state. So tell us about where that is on the map. In oh Oklahoma. yeah. So Stillwater, Oklahoma, unless you're from the, the region, you're not going to know where that is. Um, so from Tulsa, it's about an hour you know, maybe an hour and 10 minutes uh, to the west, I think southwest of the city. And uh, it realistically, it's about halfway between Tulsa and Oklahoma City. Um, you know, if you draw a line from the southwest corner to the northeast corner of the state, I mean, that's Interstate 44. And that runs through both OKC and Tulsa. Uh, Stillwater is going to be just north of that. Um, and again, about halfway between the two cities. So it's like I encourage you to it was like an hour and a half, two hours south of Wichita, Kansas. Uh, yeah, I'd say about that. So if you come down I thirty five, there, um, it's a you know Stillwater thirty five doesn't run through Stillwater, but it's pretty darn close. And so it's a little bit east of I thirty five. Cool. So I encourage everyone to look that up on Google Maps if you don't know where it is, because you're going to want to to drive to this brewery in a. And check it out. So it's just like as always, you know, double check their hours of operation. You don't want to go there and uh, show up with them being closed. That's that's no fun. Um, that, that's happened to me at a few breweries. You know, they're only sometimes they're only open on like Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and you show up on a Tuesday and it's like, oh, they're closed. Yeah. So that happens to me when I travel. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, but it is what it is. It's one of those things. Um, so just always Google, look it up before you know, make a drive because that is a little bit out of the way to get to. It's not in a major metro area. Cool. Well, I tell you what. Uh, overall, I I know both the beers on my side of the radio here, or side of the country, whatever you want to call it. I put both of these on a bucket list. No, oh, yeah, same same for me. Uh, the the Coco Local Reporter. Um, I recommend this to everybody, especially if you like those darker style beers. Darker styled beers. If I could talk, um, and uh, and again. Um, this Imperial IPA I have from Iron Monk. I think everybody, especially for an IPA lover, I think this will speak to your taste, bros, and you'll be glad that you tried it. 
the taste bros are impressed. Yes, they are. So I'd say the same thing. I think the Coco Loco Porter has got a good flavor. I think it's uh, a great beer to have while you're hanging out. So um, what I did is I actually uh, finished off my Lagunitas uh, IPA, and I still had a bit of the Coco Loco Porter, so I'm about to get ready to try that again. Oh, there you go. But um, the the daytime uh, IPA, you know, I kind of said it. I think it's a great uh, IPA for uh, entry-level drinkers, and I think uh, anybody would have a – would think it's pretty good. So I'm going to put both those on the list. It sounds like we had a pretty good lineup. Oh, we absolutely did. We had a great lineup again. So we've done really – and I I like this because we're bringing beers in that we have drank before and know that we enjoy. And we're also picking up some randoms along the way, you know, in our travels, like, hey, this looks really good. Let's just give it a shot. And uh, we're getting to give reviews from, you know, what we know and what we don't know uh, together. And so far, I think we've done really well with our first 15 beers, Mike. Yeah, all these uh, tonight were things I'd never heard of or not never heard of, but never had. So that's super cool. And they got great reviews from us. Sweet. I think I think we're we're done here, man. I'm going to close it up. You ready? I am ready. Do your thing. All right, folks. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We really do appreciate it. We uh, love you all. Uh, Even if I don't know you, I love you. Um, But we have a lot of fun doing this, and this has been a great time getting to episode five. Hopefully there's many more to come. I hope you enjoyed listening, and I'd put all three of these on your bucket list uh, of beers you have to try before you die. Ray, send us out with the social media stuff. All right. Yeah, I'm on board with Mike. I do appreciate all of you listening. Uh, If you would give this podcast a thumbs up wherever it is that you get your podcasts uh, from Spotify to Apple, Google, you name it, we're on there. Uh, Be sure to follow us on social media. Uh, We're going to be on the Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitters. So uh, be sure to give us a like on all three of those and uh, share this with your family and friends. And we will see you on episode six. Have a good night, guys. Episode six. See you.